0: Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K.
1: Here I am, y'all. I've made it to Friday. Boy, what a tough week it's been, right? Always something good that we can find within the dark times, but what a week. It's almost enough to make you want to sit down with a pack of ciggies. Maybe some moonshine, a little bougie lipple. I don't know. (laughs) Better probably to sit down with some veggies maybe and, you know, a La Croix soda water. Glad to have you guys with me along for the ride, however you are getting through these hard times. I'm just glad to have y'all as part of my crew. And as members of my crew and my peeps, and y'all know a crew is like a Mardi Gras crew, right, down in Louisiana. So as part of the AK crew, you know, you can always email email me at com. You can always call my 24-hour hotline, 844-814-5227. And our... Podcast is always available wherever you get your pods if you miss any part of tonight's show. And we got a great show for y'all tonight. We actually have some good news to start with you guys tonight. We've got some updates on the Global Day of Rage. Um, how much rage went on around the world? Well, so there was some rage, maybe not as much as people expected. So we've got that to share with you guys. Bob Walters will be here with his weekly education segment. And clearly, if you've been paying attention this week, if you didn't realize it before, Houston, we got a problem in our education system. So, those topics and many, many more. So, definitely stay tuned with us tonight. Speaking of veggies, I got to bring in this one. He's the newest veggie to the AK crew. It's the spicy and yummy and definitely good for your diet. It's DJ Sesame Broccolini. You got it, dude. Sesame Broccolini. Yummy.
2: What's going on? I told, I, I said it. I was, I was gonna be bringing something to the table. Okay, <laughs> I, guess who's coming to dinner? It's this guy, and he's very excited about it. <laughs>
1: And he's willing to be a yummy snack. I love it. We can snack on sesame broccolini and his crispy, yummy pearls of wisdom throughout the show. Um, I actually think it's good news. And I, wanted to, I debated on how to start off the show because obviously there's still breaking news happening in Israel. But I think that we've had a very serious order of business that we needed to take care of here in the United States and in the Republican Party. And that is the replacement for Kevin Carthy in the House. And uh, Steve Scalise, I know he's a rhino, but I was happy that <laughs> that fellow LSU grad <laughs> was nominated for Speaker of the House. Um, but other than the purple and gold and, and uh, obviously his taste for good food He and I don't share much in terms of policy. Um, But I still think he would have been better than Kevin McCarthy in some ways. Um, However, he didn't get enough votes. Uh, Scalise is out. And Jim Jordan actually did receive the nomination for the Republican Party. Trying to hold back a sneeze. Um, He doesn't have the votes yet for 217 votes, um, which is ridiculous to me. Why would help me to understand this? Uh, crispy sesame broccolini. Why would Jim Jordan, who's doing, who's so respected, he's doing a phenomenal job at, on the head of judiciary. If if that's the only reason why somebody's going, look, he's, he's, he's doing a great job in the investigative Hunter Biden. That's one argument. But uh, other than that, which other people can do, why would anybody oppose Jim Jordan? Can you, can you help me understand that?
2: Uh, Because they're playing petty politics and I'm guessing there's somebody's either in their pocket uh, or they've got donors in their ear, or it depends on what district they're in, congressionally speaking. So maybe they're in this in a swing district going into an election year, a presidential election year, which means turnout's going to be a lot higher, statistically speaking. And, he's, and people may be wondering, is it smart for me to even weigh in with this whole speaker thing? And it's been a weird kind of litmus test For Republicans and conservatives, and I would hope that most of us just want to move forward with a truly Mm -hmm. America first conservative. I don't know why that's such a big deal. I don't know why it's so hard to find somebody. He's got a a good amount of support. One hundred and fifty two votes for him, only fifty five against. So a a lot of Republicans are doing the right thing here, and hopefully they can nudge their colleagues in the right direction and quickly because we have a lot of work to do. And Jordan is the right guy. He's a pimple. He's he's not going to put up with any. Yeah.
1: And I think that's part of the problem. I think we've got far too many Mitt Romney, uh, you know, Liz Cheney types yep. Yep. in D.C. They don't like it, you know, and, and you know, it, they, it might be nothing more than the fact that Donald Trump endorsed him, that they don't want him, because we have to remember that while he is an absolutely fabulous choice for Republican voters, for MAGA voters, quite frankly, for all Americans, because he actually has a goal of accountability. Uh, uh, but, you know, when it comes to the establishment and the Uniparty, party, they don't want that bulldog in his sharp elbows anywhere near the speaker position, because we might actually be expected as a party to actually fulfill the agenda that the 75 million MAGA voters, and Dem- which included Democrats and independents, sent them there to do, right? That's really the holdup, and we need to remember that. So we all need, those of us who understand that w- that this is actually a phenomenal piece of news for MAGA voters and all Americans, quite frankly. We need to be, uh, and they're going to continue to be hashing this out over the weekend. They're going to continue to do it in secret, which I don't like, because we need to be knowing who our enemies are, right? And that is anybody that's opposing in the Republican party party in the House that's opposing Jim Jordan, in my opinion. Uh, They're going to continue to hash it out, and we need to be on the phone with our our congressional representatives and telling them, you need to be voting for Jim Jordan. Uh, One thing, piece of uh, business, I did see, piece of information, was I saw that uh, the GOP held uh, to the motion to vacate. I can't confirm that, but I saw that they have held on that, that they're not going to increase that. Um, and that may be because the establishment might now be like the uniparty might be like, OK, well, maybe we'll get Jordan in there and then we'll have some establishment hack file a motion to vacate. So that could possibly be why uh, if you've got any establishment types that that want to keep the motion to vacate at just one person, that could be the reason. So I think this is a good sign. Um, There's been other people, like there's some no-name dude who decided to throw his hat in the ring. I didn't recognize the name, Um, which, you know, anybody at this point, like some new dude who I didn't even recognize, uh, throwing his hat in the ring, that's just somebody trying to be a spoiler uh, for Jim Jordan. That's what that's about. And then what could happen is, is then the Democrats could end up uh, because reminder, uh, while we have the majority, we only have a four seat majority, and every Congressperson gets to vote on the speaker. In fact, I don't know if you guys remember uh, Bill Kristol, member, and the failed Weekly Standard, and they and he was relentlessly mocked for his cruises. Um, he came out and literally suggested this is how demented, this is how messed up the Never Trump or Rhino wing is of the conservative, so-called conservative movement. He actually said, Bill Kristol came out and said that it would be better for the country if Hakeem Jeffries, Democrat Hakeem Jeffries, ended up as Speaker of the House. This is how entrenched the establishment wing is the uniparty system is in dc so we all need to be we all need to be putting the pressure on uh the republican party to get jim jordan across the line um okay i don't
2: don't know if they're done with mccarthy either just you know for the record i mean uh, the uniparty there are still people that are pushing to reinstate mccarthy and he has demonstrated that he he is a loyal person to the uniparty he's shown them that he will stand by them through thick and thin and even lose cost himself a speakership over it with certain votes that please the uniparty base but throw america first conservatives you know in, in, in for a loop so i i don't know i mean i just i'm not sure what's happening but i'm nervous about the democrats swooping in they'd only need five votes plus they all vote as one block or people trying to reinstate McCarthy I don't know I don't want to see it happen so on one hand it's like let's find the right guy but also time is ticking the clock is ticking so let's try to be expedient about this as much as we can
1: yeah, I mean, anybody throwing their hat in the ring to challenge uh, Jim Jordan right now, particularly this, this no-name Scott person, I've never even heard of before. Um, just you know, is it, is really infuriating to me. And that, but but they're exposing who they really are. Yes. they're they're yep. exposing uh, the the it's it's uh, GOP representative Austin Scott. Uh, I mean, this guy is like, I mean, what bills has he introduced? What what's his claim to fame here? He says, I have filed to be Speaker of the House. We are in Washington to, to legislate, and I want to lead a house that functions in the best interest of the American people. Who wrote that? The Democrat Party? I, I despise that kind of political speak. It, it's absolutely nothing. It means nothing to anybody. He's never done anything for the American people nothing to nothing the job of the republican party is not supposed to reach across the aisle like they do every time they have the majority and cave in and give the democrats what they want their job is to represent us and push through the agenda that we want and that hasn't happened so he's not acting in anybody's interest
2: well he's acting his own interest that that's the bottom line is you know you you have these people in washington these these frankly pencil pushers in dc these hollow suits who basically elevate themselves that they assume because they've been elected they must know something they must be special instead of reflecting the will of the people they just assert their own agenda they go in there with their own plan and they let petty politics and rivalries and feuds completely distort their decision making and by the end of it all a lot of these guys probably forget what they were ever really debating in the first place they just want more money for their constituents or for their office they want more staffers they want more media time and they forget that they work for us that is the bottom line this whole thing about ousting mccarthy you don't have your own agenda you are here to serve the people we are the ceo you are the employee you work for us be humble fight like heck as hard as you can every single time there's a contentious bill don't compromise unless it benefits us Mm -hmm. And make common sense decisions. It's so there's this whole power dynamic has been completely flip flopped because they've forgotten that they work for us, the people, the voters. And this ouster, this was a reminder hey, you're not doing your job, you've been go.
1: Well, I'm reading a little bit about this representative Austin Scott. In 2021, he was the top political trader. He sold fuel cell energy um on 114 2021 uh, for a 780% gain. He sat on the Commodity Exchanges Energy and cre- and Credit Subcommittee. Um this guy doesn't want an end to the light. you know, he to me is the perfect representative of how these guys go to DC on 150k a year and walk away worth $30 right? And so this guy to me tells me that what he's all about is he's trying to preserve the status quo and he wants to get in between Jim Jordan and solving the budget problem and ending the $33 trillion in debt and ending all the special interests like the energy sector. And by the way, I've got a little story uh, that you guys might not have heard anywhere else that involves some stock trades right before the Israel attack. Stay tuned for that and an update on the Israel war. When we come back.
0: Andrea Kay telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K. show on the answer, San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kaye show. Before the break, we were talking about Jim Jordan now nominated as the Republican uh, nominee for Speaker of the House, but then this guy, Representative Austin Scott, through his Uh, through, not his hat in the ring, but a wrench into the works, and and I suspect that it's all about money for him. I found an interesting story uh, yesterday uh, or last night after the show. Uh, Remember how we were talking about how, and everybody is this week, for how did this intelligence get missed? I mean, uh, not just on the part of Israel, but on the part of the United States. We talked to retired uh, Colonel John Mills about it last night. Well, there's reports coming out today that indeed uh, there were warnings. The CIA had actually warned Uh, they they had noticed some unusual activity by Hamas but of course now uh, you know the talking points surrounding it today and of course nobody's seeing actually what this intel was but the talking points around it is that it was still so general that it's the kind of stuff you see every day so you just kind of overlook it um, I don't know about that. I, uh, you know, my hanky meter is going off the chart, particularly since I heard a story, uh, by, at, at finbold.com in which that, uh, just like in the lead up to, uh, the Ukraine war, we had Congress people at that time in the lead up to the Ukraine war suddenly buying stocks related to war, everything from defense industries to energy sector stocks. Uh, the same thing occurred right before the Isra- uh, Israel attack. Coincidence? Every member of Congress has the ability to be briefed on national security interests, not just the people on the, uh, uh, you know, Foreign Affairs Committee, not just the people on, uh, you know, the Armed Services Committee. It could be a coincidence. You think it's a coincidence, Sesame? Sesame?
2: Uh, I don't know. I'd like to think maybe it just is. Maybe it really is just that kind of weird t- coincidental timing. But my gut and a lot of history is telling me that maybe it's not. I really a lot don't of want money to, to be made. Is. But, yep, yeah, it's cash cow. It's good for business. It's not good for humanity, but it's good for their bottom bottom line.
1: There's still unanswered questions for me. I talked about it. The anti-American forces within our government uh there's somebody's got a lot of explaining to do how uh I, i i never believed that there wasn't any kind of intelligence and i've wondered uh some people are speculating maybe there was some kind of cyber situation that prevented them uh from knowing but this has been in the works for over a year and uh it it just defies logic on uh we know that there's a lot of globalists with a lot of interest in another world war. And right now, uh, we've got attacks coming from Lebanon. We've got Iran that has—Iraq that has said that if the U.S. military gets involved, they're going to attack military bases everywhere. Uh, This has the potential—we know that uh, Saudi Arabia has backed off agreements to, uh, you know, as part of the Abraham Accords that they have um, now—they have now basically sided with Iran— And has basically said that, you know, all the countries in in the region need to join on and support the Palestinians. This could get really bad for us really quickly. Let's talk about the global day of rage that Hamas called for. Um, There was actual, there was a teacher who was stabbed and murdered in France. Uh, I've talked many times for many years over, after I read a book called While Europe Slept, about how multiculturalism through Europe importing in Muslims into their countries have left them, uh, you know, overrun with Islamic Jihad. So that took place today. There was somebody from the uh, Israel government who was stabbed outside in uh, Beijing, in the streets in Beijing today. Um, Yeah. So uh, fortunately, there wasn't any mass bombings. Um, But one of the most disturbing things for me in the day of rage today was seeing American citizens and seeing uh, all over this country, like in New York City, where pro-terrorists are in the streets. This is not pro-Palestinian at this point. We are talking about swastikas. We are talking about chants of blank the Jews and rape their women. We're talking about, I think I mentioned yesterday, a Drexel, a student from Drexel University, a Jewish student, her dorm room door was burned. Today, today, up the street, a couple hours from us, up at UCLA, there were uh, Muslims chanting Intifada. Sesame, I think we have this clip. Which is a call to to destroy Israel. This should not be happening in the United States of America. And it's happening all colleges and universities across the country. UCLA today, University of Wisconsin-Madison yesterday, Harvard with their letter, dozens of groups at Harvard, blaming Israel, not just being upset at Israel for their response, but actually blaming Israel for their attack. There was a school board teacher, a school board member in Fairfax, Virginia, who spoke up at a school board meeting yesterday, head-wrapped in Islamic garb, and saying, uh, you know, um, no peace, no justice, no peace. That basically, that what happened, defending Hamas and saying that basically what happened was because of of, uh, blaming Israel, as when and she went on to say that, as um problems are unaddressed, this is the kind of thing that's going to happen. no justice, no peace that that she should have been yanked out of that school board, yeah, had that scarf yanked off her head, expose that hair because we don't have the morality police in the United States of America. We have allowed the Islamist to take over large parts of our country. This is Islamic jihad going on. There's two types of jihad. I've talked about this for years. One is through the sword and one is through Sharia. There is no compatibility between us and Islam. We should have long since declared it a political organization, stripped them of any religious protections because they're using it against us and they're taking us over from within. I'm grateful that so far there was no no more acts of rage than that. But this rage that we are seeing brewing in this country will erupt just like it has. It was not, they were not always going door to door over in Israel. When you have groups, thousands and thousands of Americans that are justifying good. in the, in the instance of these students at Madison, they were literally chanting glory to the martyrs, glory to the martyrs. We have large groups of Americans right now that are literally celebrating the fact that barbarians chopped off babies' heads with shovels. That's what's going on in the United States of America. It's horrific what Israel had to go through, but it's coming, it, it, it's brewing here in our own country. Am I overstating it, Sesame?
2: no and this is what happens when you have decades and decades of the sort of modern postmodern liberal ideology you know we we all you know all the all the liberals said if we just take christianity out of the American society. We can create this moral, neutral space where we all have our own values, but we leave them at home, out of public life. We don't and multiculturalism impose, is yes, great. Yes. It's
1: our strength. Diversity, no,
2: multiculturalism embrace all forms of identity. Well, it turns out, honestly, here's the truth. Not all cultural values ought to be normative. The founding fathers came from a very particular context, a very particular geography, and were men of God, Christian, one true God, men, western. Western, traditional Christianity conservative ideology so when we, we start bringing in it's like what what Kissinger has been saying in that Politico in that Politico story when he, he just turned 100 years old he was talking about this he said Germany many other nations have made a great mistake by bringing too many people from radically different ways of life and schools of thought together because now we can't agree on anything and basically we have a constant power competition between different special interest groups that want to claim the institutions of government and then completely Mm -hmm. rebuild a society around their own ideology so we sacrificed this space to groups that understand nothing is morally neutral and they said okay thanks for the uh thanks for the head start now we're gonna slowly take and reclaim your society Yep. we're going to invert it and impose our values since you won't do it to us. We'll just do that for you. This is we've yeah. we've made this bed, unfortunately. Yes. Now we have to lie in it. But this was the yeah. this was the myth of modern liberalism just kick god out of the public square we can have a secular morally neutral space nothing is morally neutral right. everything is right. political from the things that you read to the things that you see on tv to the people that you associate with and outside of the western bubble they understand that and they're happy they to come in and exploit that reality and this is what and we And that's get.
1: right And that's what the book, While Europe Slept, was all about. It was written by a far-left gay liberal who couldn't stand George W. Bush. So he moved over to the great Scandinavia and was horrified about gays being beaten in the streets by Muslims and getting away with it. And he realized that uh that multiculturalism was a fallacy and that after you know world war ii uh they, no, they they are a religious religiousless society over there and if you don't stand for something you'll fall for anything and what they've fallen for is multiculturalism and islam all right stay tuned we got more to talk about bob walters will be here with his education segment stay tuned
0: Answer. A.K. Dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Y'all know what Fridays means. It means, in addition to the global day of rage that Hamas called for, it means Bob Walters is here with his education segments. And always glad to have him. He was one of the first people. So many people this week have been talking about the crazy pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas stuff happening on the schools. But, man, Bob Walters has been warning y'all for a long time. And so you're definitely going to want to listen to him every Friday. If you miss any part of the show... Uh, or any of his segments, don't forget our podcast. You can download wherever you get your podcast. All right, my dear, kick us off. Uh, we need some good news. You got some? Well, I do, but I
3: got a little historical fact first, which might be interesting okay. to the listeners. Many years ago, Governor Pete Wilson promoted lots of money to make smaller class sizes the goal to have a better education. What he missed was the curriculum and having teachers teach and not indoctrinate. But not learning from this New York, from this New York schools having decreed the reductions in class size that will run from kindergarten, drops from 25 to 20, and 32 to 20 for all other grades. They must now hire 17,000 teachers, and it's doubtful there's going to see any increase in their education level. Anyway, that's where we start.
1: <laughs> okay. Right, so, yeah. um I want to make sure I understand. So, uh New York schools uh um they are going to reduce the class size yes. um in kindergartens from 25 to 20 and 35 the, 32 to 20. That's great. I mean, I don't know where they're going to get the 17,000 teachers from. But need, I mean, we need, definitely need yeah, definitely we know. definitely need smaller class sizes. Definitely. Yeah.
3: And hopefully good teaching going on, not indoctrination well, going in the but that's classes. the key.
1: That's the yep. key. Because if they're just going to reduce class sizes so they've got, you know, more, more one-on-one time with kids to introduce them into transgenderism, we don't really want that. So we'll, well have to keep our eyes well. open on that.
3: All right. Moving on to some good news. Idaho just passed a bill which allows a parent or guardian to sue a school for $2,500 if their child has access to reading material that depicts <gasps> nudity, sexual conduct, or transgender material.
1: Oh, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was more than twenty five hundred. I think it should be twenty five thousand or two hundred and fifty K, but just the ability <laughs> to sue, you know, um, over pornography, their child being exposed to pornography is great. Good for Idaho. It's
3: a good step in the right direction.
1: Yeah, okay. totally.
3: Then, LA Unified School District has lost 100,000 students in the past seven years, which we thought was because they were people moving out of the state. However, the evidence now shows 112,000 students left the public schools for 270 charter schools, most of which were created in the past seven years, and this continues to grow. <laughs> no
1: wonder they're fighting. No wonder they're fighting charter schools.
3: Yeah, because they lost they lost a lot of students.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, we, and, 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 and it just goes to show why we need to have school choice as well, right? Yeah. A, parents want to get their kids out of these, and not all parents can homeschool. So, um, this is great. That's great news.
3: Yeah, you know, the Latino and black students' families are the ones that really like the charter schools because uh, their parents are working. So, they got, so yeah. they put the kids in a good school without indoctrination going on. Ah, okay, and here's another really exciting step in a good direction. The move to stop voter fraud. Alabama has created a Voter Integrity Database. This is the first state to do this. They will check Social Security Administration every week for death information and the post office every week for address changes. This will do a real job to stop fraud and allow us to win more school board races, as an example. Why the other states, have, including California, don't check anything in that regarding deaths and, and people moving, I have no idea because there's a lot of people who get ballots they live out of state? Well, they already well, do
1: d- Well, that's why they're doing it, though because they know that if we have programs like this voter integrity database in Alabama and we're checking IDs and making sure they're citizens, I mean, the yep. left cannot win it, it, fairly at the, at the ballot box. They can't. Their agenda is to mutilate children and, 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 and import an invasion along our southern borders and spend us into oblivion. They can't sell their agenda, truthfully. I mean, Joe Biden gave a speech in Philadelphia today. Yeah, like, we're supposed to believe he actually got 81 million votes. He had like five people there, yep. right? And those people to try to help them get up the stairs. So the left doesn't want this kind of program. You're the only one that's told this story. Again, Bob Walters always shares the stories nobody else is talking about. The mainstream media doesn't want you to know this because it's good news for election integrity. Thank you, Bob, for sharing this story.
3: You're welcome. Here's some more good news. Eighth District Circuit Court of Appeals has ruled that forcing students to respect their JET classmates' gender pronouns or be punished is illegal it violates the First Amendment.
1: Huzzah! So,
3: yeah, that's, I don't remember that's where, where the
1: eighth. That's great. I don't remember where the Eighth Circuit is. It's Sesame in the Midwest. I exactly what, oh, it's in the Midwest.
3: Yeah, but I don't. Know that's what state awesome.
1: Great, okay, great news.
3: First, <laughs> a Pennsylvania school board reverses its policy to allow kids to use the bathroom of their chosen gender. It will now restrict access to such bathrooms based. On biological sex only.
1: Winning. More winning. I'm loving it's this. It's showing that you push back and we can actually have the beginnings of some restoration of sanity when it comes to our kids.
3: Yeah, it's true. All right. and, that, and This is interesting. The network of schools run by the Defense Department have been performing well for years. And now tests show that they outperform all 50 states. well wow. In reading and math. 8th and 4th graders 66,000 kids attend racially and economically integrated schools and most have two parents, which might help shocking that even black and Latino students outperform most white students in reading for these tests
1: Wow. Um, These schools run by the Defense Department. These must be schools like uh, my my hair gal, Miss Monica, abandoned me because her husband, Jorge, got relocation uh, to Italy. He's in the Navy and her kids um, go to a school on base there. So these must be base, you know, schools. And, you know, as, as 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 politicized as the DOD has become, um, at least it sounds like they haven't become as bad in, in the schools. And I love that the black and Latino students are outperforming the white students because it just goes to show that all these things that you've been sharing for years about um, removing testing in schools and ACT scores and and all this stuff, because it's unfair to the minority students. The reality is, is they could be doing better academically. They're not because of the teaching going on.
3: Yep, it's correct. And it was good, really good news.
1: Surprising, yeah. It's great news. All right. It's great news. All right. You know yeah. what, Bob? I, some... I think this is a. I think this is a good time to take a break, and then when we come back. <laughs> we'll get into uh, some college crazies.
3: All right, you got it.
1: Stay tuned. More with Bob on the other side of the break.
0: Andrea Kay telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea Kay show on the answer, San Diego.
1: Welcome back. It's Friday. I'm in a good mood in spite of everything that happened over in Israel and continues to happen because in part Bob Walters has been sharing some good news as to what's happening with students across the country and including in Alabama with a voter integrity database. So now, though, we got to move into some crazy. I know we saw a lot of college crazies this week, but Bob's no doubt got even more. What you got for us?
3: Well, first of all, the U.S. Southern Command canceled an unbased showing of sound of freedom because the request had to come from the Air Force Exchange Services. Senator Marco Rubio of Florida protested and urged him to get proper permission and show the movie, but the military declined to show it. Hmm. That's
1: kind of sad. Yeah. It is. I used to shop at AFEs, the Army Air Force Exchange Service. Great, you know, great deals on clothing and stuff. But um, yeah, uh, well, they need they need to air it. I mean, you know, that the Department of Defense trying trying to hide uh, from people the truth about child trafficking. Charming.
3: Yeah. All right. It's shame is a good movie. Crazy. All right. Students for Fair Admissions has sued the Naval Academy for taking race into account in the selection of entering class of midshipmen. The military response said there is a critical national security imperative to attain diversity with officer corps. At present, it's not possible to do this without race conscious admissions.
1: Look, (laughs) uh, my uh, my godson just graduated from Annapolis and what he had to go through to get accepted from the academics to the physical, to the charity work that he did was absolutely extraordinary. And, um, and, and then, then his time there was difficult. You, you know, you're to, to, and, 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 and he appreciated it, the hell that he went through, because that's who you want, the best of the best, who's now down in Pensacola about to learn to, to, to fly in planes, right? Uh, this, this is not a situation where we can have the Forrest Gumps getting admitted because of their skin color. This is this. And right now, especially when we're looking at a wartime that we've got right now, to think that we're going to be admitting people, uh, you know, into these it, it, into war colleges uh, on the basis of their color of skin is deadly.
3: It is bad. It's not something they've done. And here's yeah. another one. The Democrat Party's pick to unseat Rick Scott of Florida, wants taxpayers to cancel her college loans. Thousands of dollars in student loans she never paid. This after she spent $3 million on a new house last month.
1: <laughs> wow. So this is some Democrat candidate down there, and she's wanting taxpayers to pay off student loans and that she didn't pay while she was buying a $3 million house.
3: Yeah. How's that for yeah. logic? Yeah. I swear.
1: Well, it's the Democrat mindset of entitlement. They're communist, you know? know. Um, you, you know, it's the It's the politics of greed. So you got some bad right, news what? for us?
3: Yeah, we're widening it out a little bit here. Student workers at the 23 campus system say their pay is low, their hours restricted, and they get no sick pay. They are now one step closer to going union for the California Public mm. Employment Relations Board. Add. Oh, God. There are 19,300 student assistants in the state and only 16,000 union members are full-time jobs. That's kind of odd. is not more student... Assistance and there are full-scale employees in the college system. Anyway, I hope it doesn't. We happen. don't need
1: like we don't need student assistance to become unionized. You get paid hourly. You come and do your job. Nobody's yeah. in a sweatshop. Nobody's working 24 hours a day in a basement and and having to pee in a bucket.
3: No, this is crazy. No. Part of the bad system. Hopefully, it gets denied, denied, but we'll have to keep an eye on it.
1: We need to get professor rid of all unions. We, there's their labor laws on the books already that protects every worker. This is crazy. Yep. It's Jack and all the rest of us. Go on.
3: All right. A professor warns California that the new equity-based math curriculum will be a complete failure. It would block eighth-grade algebra. and holds a false premise that the new coursework will sufficiently prepare students for science and math. Equity and social justice are the two main components of the new math program. Proficiency is now 23% and expected to drop to
1: 10%. Wow. <laughs> well, how do you teach equity in math? I know. They keep I, I, math I don't so I don't know. How that, why is math? I don't know. Do you say Tommy's black and, you know, uh, Susie's white and she has a dozen donuts and Tommy's black and he's only got one? I mean, you know, who's got more donuts? I mean, I I don't understand how you, I mean, how do you teach? And, and of course, math proficiency is dropping. and you and they don't care because they just want you know they want to churn out a bunch of idiots dependent on the government, and uh, that's where we're at.
3: Sad but true. All right, the Cali- state of California just passed a new law. We need, we need more laws, right? Aimed at reducing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> discipline options for students who engage in willful disobedience. That means a student in, in, in the classroom is throwing something at a teacher or swears at them, won't be quiet, and totally disobeys. This is one of the big reasons teachers are quitting. Teachers cannot yeah. now be ex- students cannot now be expelled or suspended for such behavior up to the eighth grade. Even if it, now, it even covers charter school teachers as well. That's crazy. Well,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, anarchy, anarchy, anarchy. They want anarchy in need, our streets, in our schools. You need discipline, yes. You yeah. have to discipline. You have yeah. to. You can't. You can't have any kind of any kind of society. Uh, that's not based in morality and in discipline, uh, and, and the Democrats are just fomenting anarchy and lawlessness, and you know bad behavior all over the place, and it's and it's, it's destroying true. us. It really is. Yep.
3: Well, then we got some religious stuff. In Texas, the Cathedral of Hope in Dallas gave blessings to drag queens on Sunday, despite the new law which makes such shows illegal. It's, it's a sad Despicable. commentary of how the churches even are becoming indoctrinated with. With woke and all this leftist material service to God. Yeah.
1: And if this is illegal, anything that went on there, then why isn't Texas arresting them?
3: <laughs> because right? the priest and the ministers, I guess. I don't know why. They should. Yeah. They have it done but, well,
1: and you know, I keep saying that Texas is just, it's not any redder, and I don't consider it a red state. There's There's too much of this crap going on across the state, in my opinion.
3: Well, here's another point from Utah, which might surprise you. Davis School District in Utah has ditched the Bible from elementary and middle schools due to its vulgarity and violence that are pronounced <laughs> in the book.
1: Wow, wow! I mean, well, where, where you know, I wouldn't man? be so. Sur- yeah, I wouldn't in be Utah? surprised. If, yeah, in Utah, I wouldn't be surprised if they had foot washing stations for the Muslim students. Um or and you know you know, changing rooms for the, the drag queens and, and trans students. Yeah, there's no place it's safe in America right now, really.
3: It's kinda of sad. All right, Valley Christian Academy in Santa Maria forfeited a game against Coast Union in Cambria, California because they had women on the football team. They fear injury could cost them thousands of dollars since it's a rough sport and last time they played a game. Two two girls were injured, and it cost about two hundred thousand dollars in medical care. Why you have women playing basketball? It's stupid. (laughs) It is a rough sport. Yeah. Yeah. So, and now they've been forced
1: to forfeit. They've been forced to forfeit a game, to in order to avoid costly injuries. Correct. Yep. So, you know, yeah, I hope you girls feel really good about yourselves, you idiots. It's no better than, than boys going into girls' locker rooms. We've only got two minutes left, Bob. Um, let's talk about We the Kids.
3: Okay. We the Kids, a great organization. I urge everybody to look them up, wethekids.us and learn about them. And also to consider joining Patriot Switch, which is a, an organization that is tied into their their organization, and it brings refunds from anything you buy from Melaleuca. Now, Melaleuca, if you're not familiar, they sell all kinds of cleaning compounds and vitamins and everything. You might check them out in the web. Melaluca. M-E-L-A-L-E-U-C-A. Melaleuca. And learn about them. Whoa. And learn about We the Kids. And then you can decide if you want to buy from there because then 5 to 10% of everything you spend goes back to We the Kids to help them survive.
1: Well, and we love We the Kids because this is an organization that's doing great curriculums. They're working with kids, teaching them to love this country and to think of careers in media and journalism. We had them on the show. Uh, download the podcast from August 10th and get to hear from these great kids and why they love We the Kids, why they love America. Um, and it's just a phenomenal orga- organization, and I just can't say enough about them. Bob Walters, we love you. Have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe, my friend. You too. Stay safe. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Now, you guys stay tuned because we've got another hour of Andrea K. Show coming up. Next hour we've got Vince Everett Ellison is going to be here to talk about the African-American response to the Black Lives Matter organization supporting Hamas. Stay tuned.